0: Good morning. I'm so excited about today's Enjoy an Encounter with God that I didn't even grab my coffee. My challenge question is, has God ever revealed something to you that changed your life from that moment on? Today I want to share one of those moments with you, but first let's invite God to bring his revelation to each of us even now. God we invite you today into the lives of those joining me We ask you to do what you've done so many wonderful times before, brought revelation that changed my perception or actions or attitudes. Your revelation that brought healing to mind, body, soul, and spirit. Have your way today, O God. We love you and worship you. We thank you for your love and for your goodness to us. A few months ago, it was the wee hours of the morning. You know those times just before waking when you're still dreaming and not quite awake. Well, I was having a dream of the crucifixion, it was so strange. It felt as if I was actually there. But more than watching it, there was a heightened sense of hearing. I heard the sound of the nails. And then I actually heard and felt the reverberating of the force of the hammer hitting the spike. I could see Jesus' mother there weeping. And hearing this would have been like a spike being driven through her own heart. I can't even imagine as a mother. I looked at what I assumed was other family and the disciples all standing around the base of the cross hearing this. They would have all heard the mocking and seen his tortured body and the shame of his death. They would have heard all the lies and the stories before a mock court that led up to this. That's what the world heard. Those that were all around them there in that place of mocking and death I woke suddenly with those thoughts and feelings, and I was laying there processing it all, and God was reiterating to me, Lise, that's what those around Jesus saw and heard. That's what was evident to the world at that time. But in the background, while others did not see or hear, the sounds of heaven were reverberating, and they were releasing a very different echo. God was working in the background, and it wasn't even evident to the world. While these awful sounds of Christ's death were still in the air lingering, there came the sound of the bale being torn in two from top to bottom. Perhaps no one heard or saw it. Maybe it was just one priest or a handful of priests. At that time, at the temple, that would have heard the reverberation of the sound that came after the brutality and horror of the nails being driven into innocent flesh. The whole world didn't hear that sound from heaven of the veil being rent in two, but the whole world was affected by that sound. History was changed. Futures were changed. The dividing wall that kept personal communion from God to man came down. Matthew 27 records this, At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split apart, and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. How incredible of our God! All the hearts of those who had been following him were breaking Their hopes and dreams of what they thought God was going to do were dying with the Messiah. They may have even suffered the humiliation at following this one they believed and all the people they would have said and told how how he was going to change their lives and what he was going to do. And yet overnight it seemed like the power shifted and this one who created miracles was mocked, beaten, and condemned to die. Then within a matter of hours the sentence was carried out. And he was destroyed. How could they have known it was all part of the plan? Would you imagine for a moment that this could be part of God's way? But it was. And God was at work amidst these sounds of brutality and death, fighting back with the sounds of heaven. Matthew 27, 54 reveals the Roman officers and other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. What was the all that had happened? And they said, this man truly was the son of God. Right now, there's a lot of sounds in our world. Fear, lies, mocking of truth, death to our normal way of life. All of these things being exchanged for how it used to be. What we used to take for granted with worship, with getting together with friends, This week I was lamenting to my daughter at how so many Christians seem so unaware of what is going on. I kept saying to her, do they not realize what is actually happening? Why have all the voices of truth and reason been squelched, but fear and talk of how we are supposed to think and how we're supposed to feel and what we're supposed to do are being perpetuated? why are so many aware of one unaware rather of what is actually happening how are more people listening to mainstream media and its narrative of what they should believe and how they should think and respond she reminded me that in the last days only half of the church would be aware of the times i said what she said mum only half of the virgins were actually prepared with the oil full in their lamps that got me thinking. Did the other 50% use reason and excuses? Did they justify not to be ready? Were they lazy or lulled into complacency? We have to have ears to hear the sounds of heaven, what God is saying to his church at this time, to see what's happening in the spiritual realm and be aware of what he is doing behind the scenes. Matthew thirteen twelve reminds us, To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Does that not sound like today, where wrong is right and truth is exchanged for lies? Let's read that again. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But to those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Let us be listening, and may it be said of us as the men of Issachar in First 1 Chronicles 12.22. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. They saw and heard what was happening in their day, and they understood how to respond and act wisely. I've been asking God for this very thing, knowledge and wisdom for myself, my family, the church family, so we would know what we are supposed to do at this time, how we are supposed to respond. We need God and his wisdom Now would be a perfect time to partner with God. As I was praying with him the other day, he seemed to lead me to Psalms 31 for the things that are happening in this world. Why don't we go there right now and pray together? Psalms 31. Father God, we thank you that you are a rock and you are a fortress. We magnify and lift up your name. We thank you, Father, that you love us and that you are there for us even in our weakness. We repent, O God, for so often listening to the sounds of this world instead of listening for the sounds of heaven. We repent, Father, for being busy with so many of our things and the distractions of life instead of listening for the sounds of heaven, for wanting to be in your presence and hear what you have to say. We cry out right now for our world and for what is going on, for the honor of your name, O God. Lead us out of this danger. Pull us from the trap that the enemies have set for us, we pray. For we find protection in you alone. We entrust our spirit into your hands. Rescue us, O God, for you are so faithful. We thank you for your faithfulness. We will be glad and rejoice in your unfailing love. For you have seen all of our troubles, God. You've seen what's going on right now, and you know and you care about the anguish of our souls and so many of the souls of people around us. You've not handed us over to our enemies, O God, but you've put us in a safe place. We are trusting in you, O God, and we say you are our God. Our future is in your hands, and there are no better hands for our futures to be in. Rescue us from those who are hunting down your servants relentlessly, O God, from those who are fighting righteousness and goodness in the name of Jesus. Let your favor shine on us, your servants. In your unfailing love, rescue us, O God. Do not let us be disgraced because we're crying out to you for help. You hide us in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against us. And Father, we pray especially for those who are trying to raise a a clarion call of righteousness and truth. For those who are fighting, God, for the morality and the life that you want for us. We pray that you would keep them safe from those who are conspiring against them. That you would shelter them in your presence, far from accusing tongues. We thank you, God. We praise you for you have shown us the wonders of your unfailing love. You've kept kept us safe over and over and over again. How great is the goodness of God that you have stored up for those of us who fear you. We thank you that your word says that you lavish it on those who come to you for protection. And we especially love the part that you say that you're blessing us before the watching world. God, we pray that there would again be a distinction between the righteous and the wicked. We thank you that you are a God of justice and righteousness and truth. And on these things, your your kingdom is founded. In the name of Jesus, we release that right now. We cry out again for righteous government. We cry out again for justice, God, that you would uncover the hidden things of darkness and decimate them in Jesus' name because you said in Jeremiah that you delight, you delight in loving kindness, you delight in justice, you delight in righteousness. And so Father, we put you in remembrance of your word and we thank you that these are the things that you delight in. And so we cry out that you would bring them again to Canada to the United States and to the nations, to your church first and to the world. In Jesus' mighty name, we bless you, we exalt you, and we magnify you. Amen and amen. Thank you again for spending a few moments in studying the Word of God together and having prayer. If you know of anyone else who'd like to join us, please encourage them to follow, share, and subscribe via your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public. You can find prayers and devotions on the website, enjoyandencounter.com. I look forward to meeting again next week to put 10,000 to flight as we enjoy and encounter in His presence together.